Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And good Saturday morning on this big Labor Day weekend, Martha. Glad to have you with us. You've been out fishing a lot, huh, girl? I, I have. It's uh, It's been a busy season so far. Very few Saturdays off. Well, we're lucky to get you in here today. We have a very special show today, if uh, you weren't tuned in for the last couple of weeks. Uh, today is going to be our tribute to Tofield, Louisiana charter boat captain Tofield Bourgeois. Uh, unfortunately, if you uh, have not heard, uh, lost his life in an accident, a seaplane accident, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we have uh, decided that such a popular man, I've had so many people call with uh, memories and stories. We want to share those with you, and you share yours with us as we celebrate the life of Tofield Bourgeois. And Martha, we got some special guests in the studio to help us with this. Yes, we do. We've got TJ, otherwise known as Tofield Bourgeois. What are you, the fourth, the, the seventh, the fifteenth? Twenty-seventh. <laughs> Henry fourth, yeah. Tofield the fourth. <laughs> Tofield the fourth. We've got Josie. Everyone here is called Josie. <laughs> Call Josie. She is the manager over at the Cajun Vista. And, of course, we've got Ginger, our Pocahontas in Good morning, everyone. We will explain those names to you. Again, our text numbers, if you'd like to text in a story, a message to the family of Tofield, or share your favorite time with him, it's 870-870. We're also opening up the telephone lines. If you'd like to call and share a story with us, it's 504-260-1870. Josie, uh, tell us about what you did. You know, we all, he always mentions your name on the show. He's got Josie this, Josie that, Josie's on the beach, Josie's by the telephone. He told you... everybody what I was doing, that's for sure. <laughs> I couldn't hide. You didn't have a, much of a private life, did you? No, not at all, not at all. TJ, uh, what's going on at, at uh, the NewOrleansFishing.com out there at the Cajun Vista these days now? Well, the show must go on, and we got a legacy to preserve, you know. So um, in this transition of stage, you know, we got to, you know, keep, keep the course and honor what he wanted, you know. So business is rolling. We got groups coming in. I mean, we had 23 people in there a couple of days ago. So, you know, you don't have a chance to kind of pause everything. And I don't think he'd have wanted it that way. Absolutely so not. So we just got to keep rocking and rolling. Ginger, uh, your thoughts? Um, I know well, there's been a lot of people have uh, shared their sympathies with you. And, uh, you know, I know you want to get a chance to thank them. And if they have not had a chance to talk to you, we welcome to invite them to call and talk with you this morning. Absolutely. You know, we, we just, it's just all the love that we feel you know, from everyone, we so appreciate it, you know, and it's just so hard to reach out to every single person because there's so many people all across the country, you know, we, we do appreciate every single one of y'all. Well, he was probably, if not the, one of the most popular people on this radio program. I heard from listeners on, on a weekly basis, some people wouldn't even get out of their truck and launch the boat until they heard Tofield talk on that's Saturday right, morning. That's right. And not just, you know, he had a way of giving information. You know, he had a lot of fun. He cut up and he joked. But if you really listen to what he was saying, there was some really good, good, valuable information to take with you out there. Oh, absolutely. You know, you could tell those wheels were turning every time, you know, he'd look at the weather, every time he'd look outside, you know, just looking at the water, the wind, you know, it's he was constantly had those wheels turning on what he was going to do that day 
All right, well, let me see. I think we got some text in right here. Um, Sam Barbera. I love you from Sam Barbera. Old Captain Sam. <laughs> hey, Sam. Tell me about Sam at the lodge. Oh, Did y'all run him away whenever you had to, or did you allow him in? <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. So it was always a pleasure to have Sam there, you know, media events or anything else that we had to do. So, you know, he was also a friend, so we, you know, talked to him occasionally. You know, a lot of the guides that we have on, everyone has their distinct way they describe things. But Tofield would use comedy, and sometimes fishing can be dry to the non-fisher. But one of the things that is so great about this show is a lot of people that don't fish or are not necessarily true outdoors people really enjoy hearing about it because he's he had a way of making things relatable to people. I mean, yeah, absolutely, he, he knew, knew how, how to, to teach. Things. He knew how to coach. And he was very entertaining in doing it. And yes. it's very receptive when you come across somebody like that. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by Robbie Campo at Campo's Marina. And I'm going to ask our field reporters. This uh, was an idea that was passed by me, and I'm going to take it. And uh, to ask you, our reporters, what tips did you get from Captain Tofield? Either business tips, fishing tips, the little nuggets of the information. Life tips. Life tips, too. <laughs> he was good at that. All right, we'll be right back. We have Ginger with us, uh, TJ Bourgeois, Josie, Martha Spencer. I'm Don Dubuque. Thank you for tuning in, and please help us celebrate the life of Captain Tofield Bourgeois. We'll be right back after this. And welcome back into the Outdoor Show. Glad to have you with us on this Saturday morning, heading into a big Labor Day weekend. And a lot of you going fishing. We are taking time out, and we're going to talk a little bit about fishing and some hunting. But we are celebrating the life of Captain Tofield Bourgeois, one of the very valuable members of this, I call it my family on the radio. Uh, Tofield, and some of you are texting in and have not heard what happened. Unfortunately, due to some severe weather, he was caught in uh, the seaplane crashed, and, and Tofield lost his life. Uh, with us in the studio are his son, TJ, uh, his uh, girl Friday, I guess, Josie is with us, and also his partner. You know her as Pocahontas on this show, but her name is Ginger. <laughs> Good morning. If, you'd yeah, like that's right. to, if you want to talk to any of these folks, uh, please call us at 504-260-1870 or shoot us a text message at 870-870. Martha Spence is here, too, with us hey, for I'm a change. Here. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right, let's get Robbie Campo in here. Robbie, uh, you know, you were the one that always preceded Tofield, and he kind of played off of you. He would take what you said and kind of extrapolate that into his area there. Uh, what are your memories and thoughts about Tofield? Well, I'll tell you, Don, um, the man was a true legend, uh, you know, true fishing legend in his time, sort of like my grandfather was. And uh, I think what you're doing today is just a wonderful tribute because uh, I remember when you did that for my grandfather back uh, in 08. Um, but I, I met Tofield at a couple, um, you know, a couple sportsman shows, you know, throughout the years. And uh, one thing that he told me that stuck with me for all through all these years, he said, you take this fishing business one day at a time. And that's, that's all you can do. You know, you just take it one day at a time and because uh, every day is going to be different. So, and, and, you know, and that kind of stuck with me through all, all these years. And, um, you know, and, um, you know, this is a, this is a travesty of what happened. I, I'm, you know, my heart is broken. Believe me, it, it really is because the, the fishing community has lost a great one, another great guy. So, um, but anyway, that's what that's what I take. You know, that's what I take to my grave with me is what he says. You do it one day at a time. So that's where we go with that. You know, and uh, and I'm you know my condolences to the family and you know everybody. It's just it's just you know it's it's sad and uh, you know I'm I'm telling you I'm heartbroken and just in disbelief like like a lot of people are. You know, just we just 
we just still uh, can't believe that this has happened. But um, you know, it, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I lost for words, Don. T.J. Ginger was he a one day at a time kind of guy, or did he have a vision? Oh. I think he had a. Vi- he took it one day at a time, but believe saying, me, he was miles ahead from day to day. Every time we talked, I'm like, Dad, are you you here right now? And he's, you know, he's just looking off. He's thinking, man, I was thinking I'm gonna build this this bar with some uh, a fog machine. You still got that fog machine I gave you a while back? I said, yeah, I got that fog machine. <laughs> I want to make this voodoo bar at the lodge for people to come. And I, like he. He sent me all these pictures of him and Ginger. The gears did not stop. You're right. Yeah, the projects didn't stop either. And one thing Tofil always said was, you know, I learn something every day. He said, don't ever think you're not going to learn something out here fishing. You learn something new every day, no matter how long you've been doing it. And part of part of going day by day is leaving the past in the past, too. You know, everybody has bad days. And I never saw Tofil without a smile on his face. So, you can't believe he had a great day every day, but if he had a bad day, it was in the past, and he's on to a new day. Yeah, that's and right. He's onto a and good that's day. what he said. He said every day is a new day, so treat it like that and appreciate yep. your time. That's true. You know, You're he absolutely he, correct. he was very creative, and like you said, TJ, he was always trying to look ahead and do new mm-hmm. things. But you know, he had something that didn't work out so, quite so well. You know, the oh, quail yeah. hunting thing was nice, <laughs> but that really didn't fly. Trying to hunt quail in the swamp just didn't work. <laughs> And then he was going to do the crabbing excursions. We did did a few of those. Yeah, I I did a few of those. (laughs) But that's the thing. That was what's always so so inspiring about what he would do. He's like, hey, man, let's try it out. If it don't work, whatever. Don't forget about it next week. Oh, Don. I mean, he set me up. I was running crab traps in high school. He's like, you want to try this out? And I got through. I was like, this is all right. And then the winter came. And I was like, dude. Sell this boat. <laughs> I am good. I had enough. <laughs> well, Robbie, if you could, just give us a quick little uh, information about what's going on down there before. You know, I've got a lot of people headed well, out this you, morning. Uh, um, the island's been really, really good. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to get out there this morning. we got a, we got a little bit of a northeast breeze this morning. Uh, a northerly breeze, I should say, this morning. Um, uh, it was kind of rough yesterday for those guys who, who did get out there. Uh, seems like it's blowing maybe 10 to 12 miles an hour, um, but on the flip side of that, they caught fish in they caught fish around Comfort Island yesterday. They caught fish up well this past week throughout this whole week. They caught fish by Comfort Island. They caught fish up by Dry Bread Island, back up in White Log Lake, Skiff Lake. A uh, lot of redfish, a lot of white, uh, a lot of speckled trout, a lot of white trout mixed in them, a lot of redfish mixed in them. Um, fishing over those oyster bars, I guess there was redfish starting to come in. Um, you know, they, I mean, they just off the charts with redfish. Um, so if you, if you're going to go try to fish today, I think you're going to have to try to find some clean water, uh, Don, I think that's going to be your best bet. Um, plenty of live shrimp, the live shrimp are living in the bayou. Finally, they start to live in the tanks in the bayou. So we, we've got plenty of shrimp on hand, you know, coming down here, take a left at that bridge. Don't wait no long lines. We'll get you out there. We'll get you fishing and. Get, you know, get you back in here, get you going, going home. So uh, come on, make a left at that bridge, and we're waiting for you. Come on, see us. Thank you, Robbie. Appreciate it, and thanks for your kind words and thoughts thanks, about Tofia. Yeah, we appreciate man. that. Thank absolutely, you. Absolutely. Okay. All right, guys. Take care. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. There he goes, Rob Campo. All right, coming back after this, uh, Justin's going to talk to us, and Gentilly, he's our Gentilly Wildlife Refuge <laughs> Overseer. He's with us every week. We'll be back, and if you'd like to call, it's 504-260-1870. Getting a lot of text messages in. We're going to share those with you, too, about our Louisiana man, Captain Tofield Bourgeois. We're back right after this. 
And that is a sampling of uh, Captain Tofield Bourgeois, Louisiana man, chose that song. Uh, he agreed that was the one that fit him, catching anything he can out in the swamp. That's our, our guy. And we have uh, his his life partner, Ginger Janae, is with us. Also, his uh, girl, Friday, from the office, Josie, and TJ, uh, his son, is with us. If you'd like to chat or send us a text, we really appreciate it. 87870 is a text number, 504-260-187. Let's go to Justin. Justin's on line two. He is out in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge. Justin, what's going on in the refuge this morning? Hey, can you hear me okay? We hear you fine, Justin. All right. Uh, Ginger and Josie and TJ, look, I'm so broken up about T- uh, Tofield. So here, here's a funny story. I spent like about 10 years living in Lafitte, and everybody would drop this guy's name, Tofield Bourgeois. And I'm saying, well, I know Bourgeois, but Tofield, how do you spell that? <laughs> and they would <laughs> They would give me. They would give me a T O F I L L. They were really cool. That's the million dollar it's your question, world, right huh, TJ? there, dude. And I learned a long time ago watching my dad at boat shows when he'd introduce himself. I'm Tofield, and they say, "Why? What? What like if I step on your foot, how's your toe feel?" <laughs> and it just clicks, man. And all my well, friends, they get so tired of me telling that joke. And I said, "Man, it always worked with my dad. It just it fits." Well, well, well! I finally found out how to spell his name: T H E O P H I L E. I said, "Deal file." No, <laughs> that happened a yeah. lot for sure. Hey, you know, Justin. The first time I met him, I said, "You know, there's so many bourgeois in Lafitte; they ran out of names, so they came up with yours." <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I send my love and prayers to you guys, and, and I'm, I'm so devastated. And I know you guys are too. So I send my love to you and Don. You too. So y'all have a great, great morning, and and I'll never forget Tofield. Never. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Justin. Thanks so much. Thanks, Justin. Really appreciate that call. All right. Um, I would like to direct you also to my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. You know, we put a lot of the stuff on the radio there. Uh, we have a tribute, a reflection to Tofield there you can watch. And also, uh, I guess you call it a montage of photographs with Ginger and Tofield, and uh, I think you'll enjoy seeing that. All right, um, let me get to some of these texts. Uh, We have this one that says, um, I never met Tofield, but I felt like I knew him after listening on Saturday morning since moving to the Gulf Coast in 2005. I will forever miss that voice, the sense of humor and the knowledge he imparted. R.I.P. That is Bob from uh, Slidell. Thank you, Bob. And there's so many of those that I have heard. People said I didn't get a chance to meet him in person. Mm-hmm. I felt like I knew him from so many years on the radio. Right. We really appreciate it. Thank that. you so much. That's great. Yeah, he had a great laugh and a great voice. They were so distinctive. You knew it was Tofield immediately. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Martha, you want to check the text message? What else we have coming in? Oh, Toby. You know, he's texting. Well, let's see. we got to get your mic on. Yeah, I don't know why. There, there go. you go. All right. I'm here. Uh, what's up, <laughs> Big Don back. and everybody? Toby, of course. Toby's a regular. No doubt we would we would never get out of the truck to launch the boat or get into the stand. I'm sure going to miss hearing him or so. 25 years, Saturday mornings will never be the same. You know, we were talking before the show, Ginger, uh, how people were so, you know, everyone's got their favorites. I'm not going to lie. Everyone's got their <laughs> captains they, they tune in for because everyone's in different areas. But he right. really spoke to everybody. And a lot of folks, I think a lot of reasons, you know, he's an early caller is people are still in the vehicle. And just launching the boat or just getting into the blind. And even myself, when I'm not on this show and driving to the marina in Venice, Tofield was the one captain I always heard because he, he was when I was traveling. But people, they, they wouldn't be in a hurry for him. You know, it's not get to the boat, get to the launch first. Right. If he was talking, they heard what he had to say all the oh, way yeah. through and they it, never turned it off. It was something worth waiting exactly. for. Exactly. 
You know, right. one of the other things about Tofield, um, you know, we, he and I have been doing TV for, I, I don't even remember how to count the years, it's probably 20 years. And one of our GNO photographers, Martin, you worked with him. His yeah. nickname is Blue, which oh, we won't yeah. get into the reason why they call him Blue, but Scott <laughs> Andrews is his name. And he told me one time, he said, you know, he says, Tofield is the neatest, cleanest fisherman I've ever seen. <laughs> and normally he was that's like that, Jim. You know, most of us go, we get all slimy and bloody and, you know, <laughs> shirts hanging out. He looked like he stepped out of the Orvis catalog every time he went. It didn't smell like that, though. (laughs) (laughs) When you get trout on you, everybody knows what that trout smells like. Is that why he had those very bright, flamboyant jerseys to hide all the stains on it? Oh, that's funny. You know what? All you need is a little peroxide to take care of that. (laughs) All right. If you'd like to share in the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. 504-260-1870 or text message us at 870-870. We are celebrating the life and legacy of Captain Tofield Bourgeois this morning right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. Oh, you had you gotta love it, Martha. What are we getting from our texters? Uh, I do have to say, this is a banner text board. I've never seen it uh, <laughs> scroll so many times. Everyone's chiming in. We've got uh, a lot of condolences. What up, Big Don, and everyone else, Toby? We've also got someone, Mo. Mo says he never fished with Captain Toe, but met and talked with him several times at the boat show. Such a knowledgeable and humble guy, and that's one thing he was. He was very humble. Been listening to you and him for 25 years. Saturday mornings will never be the same. Prayers for all. That's a sweet one. But we got some funny ones, too. You know, Tofield wasn't just a big fisherman. He was a big hunter, too. So this person here says, uh, (laughs) oh, man, there's so many. Where is it? Okay. Hold on. I'm scrolling through. I just read a really funny one. All right. Never met Tofield, but I felt like I knew him since moving to the Gulf Coast. Let me scroll up here. Good morning. Okay, here it is. Good morning, Don. I'll never forget one Saturday morning. Tofield was teal hunting. He gave you a report from the blind, and he said it was so hot he was wearing his Speedo. <laughs> I never laughed so hard. Your friends from Team Last All, Raider Pride. You know, another one he was famous for was that surf fishing in cold water. Ooh. He'd get to talking about shrinkage. you got to watch that shrinkage. <laughs> and on that, we're going to take a quick 10-second station identification pause. And Robbie and Baton Rouge, you're up next when we come back after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's say good morning to Robbie up in Baton Rouge. Robbie, good morning. You're on with the friends and family of Captain Tofield Bourgeois. Good morning, Don. I, I set my uh, radio to you this morning. And uh, first of all, I'd like to offer my condolences to the family and my prayers. Thank, Thank you. you. But uh, I can, a friend of mine put me on your show years ago, and uh, on one of my first listens, I. I said to myself, well, who, who is this fella? And <laughs> what unusual name. And uh, I tell you what, he had some stories, and it was always entertaining to listen. And uh, I'm a novice fisherman, but I tell you, he knew more about fishing than a lot of people ever forgot. And uh, what a great guide and person. I mean, this guy was just always a pleasure to listen to. And, uh, I'm sort of emotional because I was sad when when I heard the news, but uh, uh, just I just want to offer a tribute to him, and it's so good that you uh, you're doing a tribute to him today. Thank so, you. Well, that's about all I had to say, and I'll just uh, listen from here on out. All right, thank you for the call, Robbie. 
504-260-1870. Martha, you touched on something a moment ago I want to talk more about, about how humble a guy he was. You know, I oh, yeah. deal with a lot of fishing guides. We got a lot of pros out there. And, you know, some of them are beating their chest like the gorilla. I do. <laughs> I caught the. You never heard that from Tofield, and yet he was one of the most talented, best fishermen ever this state has ever seen. That's true. That's for sure. He had a way of, you know, teaching you without ever being, you know— Condescending exactly, is the word you're exactly, looking for. Exactly, yeah. He never made 100%. anyone feel like a beginner, you know. You were just somebody that was learning, you know, and that was where everyone begins. But no, he never made you feel bad about it, and that's an important trait for any captain to have is— to make people excited about things, even when they mess up, you know, and he was good absolutely, at that. Absolutely, absolutely. TJ, as a child growing up, what were the trips like with him? Oh, were- man. Well, at first, I slept through most of them because <laughs> he would bribe me with donuts. We'd go get donuts. Like, all right, this is great. I'm up before the sun's out. I like this. And I basically, I'd fish for, uh, you know, maybe 30 minutes and then lose interest if I wasn't catching fish, like most four or five-year-olds. Uh-huh. And then... There was no cutting it short because you're ready to go. It's like, I'm going to catch my limit, and I'm going to catch your limit, <laughs> young buck. And, uh, you know, it was good, though, but it was we spent, I mean, my whole childhood, every weekend we'd be out at the camp, and the first, our old duck hunting camp is what he turned into the Cajun Chalet, the first lodge. Right. So just good memories of that all the time. But like you said, teaching without condescending right. is very important. And I had my two sons on the boat yesterday when we were fishing. And my older one's 10, so he's, you know, telling the younger one, hey, you know, do this, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, teach them and don't condescend them. Just, you know. And then he said, Daddy, what's condescending mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? Ginger, what was it like when you and Tofio went fishing? Without customers, without anybody else on the boat? Oh, gosh. Was it a competition? It was always a competition, (laughs) and I'm going to tell you why. Because you know Tofio Bourgeois, he's got to have that topwater fishing going on. Oh, yeah. But Ginger will fish however (laughs) the fish are biting. That's that's So that's why sometimes people are like, how did Ginger whoop his butt today? Well, that's how Ginger whooped his butt. Because he (laughs) wanted to just only fish topwater, and, you know, I was very versatile in how I would fish. But even with the competition competition he was your biggest fan oh absolutely hands down oh he, he absolutely. loved to brag on you oh yeah he did and I, I just I just adore him for that you know he was he was great he yeah. would always take the picture with the small fish and I would be like y'all just doing that letting ginger shine <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no she really whooped me today <laughs> you know I gotta tell you ginger uh the day I realized how he felt about you you know, being in this business as long as I have, doing radio for over 30 years, and you don't see people when you talk to them, mm-hmm. you develop this, I don't know if it's a gift or it's an acquired skill, but when you hear people, you hear things. You I hear, hear things emotions. that nobody else yeah. hears, mm-hmm. and I know how to read that. In the day, after the week after you had your accident in the deer stand where oh, you yeah. were burned, oh, when he was telling that story on the air, there were so many emotions in his voice. Yes. He was There was terror. There was fear, there was concern, and it was real. It was real. And let me tell you what, that aged my baby. Let me tell you what, he, poor thing, he sat at the hospital the whole time with me in the same hunting clothes we had on that morning. <laughs> I, said, babe, yeah, I said, babe, go change your clothes and you can come back. He's like, I'm not leaving you, I'm not Aww. leaving you. But um, honestly, so probably three or four days before the accident, um, he had we had gone to the camp, to the chalet, and he had burnt himself on the water pump. And he had a burn on right here on his arm and on his side. And he said, Bay, I never realized till just now how much pain you must have been in. Because he said, I know how much pain I'm in with just this little thing. And I saw what you were going through. So poor thing. He even still was living that even recently. Right. Mm-hmm. 
All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Jeff Brule. Uh, Jeff is a bass fisherman. He does a freshwater report. He got some tips from Tofield. We'll find out what he learned and also the rest of our field reporters. You want to call us, get on the conversation. Uh, let's talk to the family. T.J. Bourgeois is here, Josie. We have Ginger, Martha Spencer, 504-260-1870. We're back right after this. And Jeff Rule's Freshwater Reports brought to you by Berkeley, a division of pure fishing. You know him for the Berkeley line of gulp baits for crappie, bass, inshore, offshore saltwater lines of all kinds, whether you're using mono, braid, fluorocarbon, plus thousands of fishing accessories, everything from a catfish flipper to a hand scale to fillet knives. If it's for fishing, Berkeley has it, a division of pure fishing. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, we're remembering uh, Captain Tofield Bourgeois. You got a story or a memory you'd like to share with his friends and family? Oh, yeah. I always do the freshwater report, so I'd call down there and ask Tofield for the bass report. And I'd say, where are all the bass, Tofield? He said, in Lake Crisco, cuz. <laughs> yeah, he, he always tried to pick at you about it. He didn't let no bass go. That's silly. They're going in the ice chest. Yeah. But, yeah, he would help me out, you know, behind the scenes. He would kind of give me some patterns and and like he said, it's a tidal water. I said, I could send you to one bayou or one point, and you might not get a bite. He said, but you got to kind of – what he knew well and what he learned from all those years of fishing down there is when the water was moving in or moving out or the wind was in a certain direction, he, he could tell you, well, you need to be fishing on a point or you need to be fishing on a drain or, you know, trinage. I always picked on Don that sometimes he needed a – have a translator talking behind Tofield so everybody in the country, especially way up north, would understand what he was saying because he used the French word sometimes to describe things and uh, always the character and always fun to listen to him. But, yeah, he'd always pick on me about the bass fishing. It was always a good time. Ginger, uh, he loved the bass fish. Although, I mean, he made his, his claim to fame with the surf fishing and the red fishing in the Lafitte area, but he really loved his freshwater fishing, and you went with him a lot. Oh, absolutely. So everybody was like, what are y'all doing your day off? And uh, we're like, we go fishing. What are you doing your day off? <laughs> you know, so, yeah, he loved the bass fish. It was what was his fish. favorite freshwater bait? Oh, God, the buzz bait for sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely buzz bait. Now, you know, his padonkadonk uh the last fishing trip I went on recently, since the accident, I ended up catching the biggest trout of the day awesome. on a bone-colored padonkadonk. Uh, that yeah. he tries to tell y'all. Yeah. Y'all need to listen. Right, y'all need to listen. Jeff, uh, can you give us a quick update? I know there's been some areas that really turned on for the bass fishing for people that may be doing that this weekend. Yeah, the basin is the water's falling, and uh, the reports from Venice and, and the basin both have been kind of off the chart. You know, one word description is crazy, stupid. But that's, you always have that big uh, until or a butt into those, those reports. Uh, kind of middle of the week, they had just a slight, slight rise in the rivers. And that kind of shut the bass fishing down. So today, maybe tomorrow, the river's going to kind of continue to come up an inch or two on the New Orleans gauge. So you might, if you're down in Venice, uh, even the basin, you might struggle a little bit because uh, the river's not falling up. It's hard. What had happened was the river fell real hard for about a week, and it just, I guess it spooks those fish, and they just all come out to the main areas where you can fish and catch them. And, you know, a lot of reports I were getting that some guys are catching 100 a day in, in, in a morning, you know, just a few hours, just catch that many fish. And it's telling guys, just throw your bait in the water, don't matter where. And But it's kind of changed since then, but it's going to be a good fall. Once that river gets down around below five feet, maybe close to four, which it's probably going to do by the 1st of October. The bass fish is just going to be phenomenal in Venice. 
but in, ba- in the basin, they are catching them. You have to kind of find the clean water uh, and, and some moving water. Just uh, white spinner baits are a good thing to start with. And um, then it's just uh, flip the canes and uh, try to find some uh, water that's coming out of the canes where you can get to the fish and the fish can't get away from you and just keep moving till you find them because they are there. I'll tell you what, being in Venice, I know the bass fishing is not, is great right now, not because I've done it, because I've never seen so much glitter in Venice in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> and Ginger, what was Tofield's favorite bass fishing bait? That's the one I want to tell people to make sure they have on their boat this weekend. So you got to go with the booyah? The booyah. Mm-hmm. Booyah, yeah. So you got to do shad or, <laughs> you know, the chartreuse. So go with white or chartreuse. Very good. Absolutely. Jeff, thanks for the report, my friend. We appreciate it. And thanks for your kind words and thoughts and memories of Tofield. We appreciate that. Thank you. He's a great, great guy. We enjoyed him. We're going to miss him. Thank you all. So right. All right. We come back after this. Uh, we got Dave's in Lafitte, Ricky's in Baton Rouge, and we're also going to be joined to another fellow captain, uh, Captain Daryl Carpenter, RealScreamers.com. Stay with us. Don Dubuque, Martha Spencer, T.J. Bourgeois, Miss Josie, and we also have Ginger Janae here with us. We're celebrating the life of Captain Tofield Bourgeois. We'll be right back. My grandpa told me this when I was really young. He said, you never leave fish to go look for fish. So I left small fish to go look for bigger fish. So, uh, And like, like, uh, kind of like grandpa said, well, the, the spot that I looked hoping for bigger, I didn't have much small. So, yeah, you know, it would have been better to stay there and pound the little fish out and try to you know, get some keepers out of it. only reason I don't personally like that, we were throwing suspended baits, and they really get cut up bad. TJ, was that right? No, Grand- yeah. Grandpa told him right? Don't ever leave fish to go find fish? You know, he said that, but, man, we moved around. <laughs> and that's that's kind of where, where I stand with, when me and my wife go fishing. My wife is perfectly content with a couple beers and one spot with just shrimp. And she sit there for eight hours and be fine with it. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I can't do it. I got to move around. Ginger, yeah. when you fished with him, did he did he stay on the road? Did you make him move or did he like no, to stay on? I, look, I was just his sidekick. I trusted everything he did and I'm every decision, and I didn't question it. <laughs> right. Josie, did you ever get to fish with Tofield? Or did you keep Believe your slate chained to the office no. or No. <laughs> You know, he told me about, uh, he told me about, I want to say, two and a half weeks ago. He said, when I get back early one day, I'm going to take you and Tori. We're going to go. I'm going to bring y'all out to the island. We're going to go. Yeah, he kept saying, we got to take these girls. We're going to go. We're going to go. And we didn't get to do that. But I did go on a seaplane with him um, one time, but the fishing was so bad. He didn't even catch a fish that day. (laughs) But he's like, you need to come out here and you need to experience, see what's going on so you can explain it to the customers. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. But like I said, it was a tough day. He didn't even catch anything. And we did a lot of walking and. But it was fun. It was fun. But no, I didn't get to get out and go fishing like I wish I could have with them. But, you know. Somebody has to do the working. You got that right. (laughs) All right. Daryl Carpenter's with us. Good morning, Daryl. What are you doing this morning? Oh, we just sit here waiting to see just how bad the wind's going to blow. Don, it sounds like y'all are having a wonderful time remembering old Tope. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, what do you got to add? I know you knew him, and uh, I saw you at the services, and you, you were probably one of the only ones that came by boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem. You see, that, that geography was part of the problem. Uh, I knew Tofield, but, but the problem when you're in this industry is we're all busy at the same time, so there wasn't a whole lot of time to socialize. Uh, most of my involvement was from the side of Tofield that, you know, that tight-knit circle that you're sitting in there knew was from the business side of it, from his help and his, his involvement with the Charter Boat Association. 
but you know, it, it was it was always a challenge, or, or should I say, a joy maybe, following him on your morning radio show. Because I always tried to make sure, because we do fish relatively close together, I always tried to make sure I got on the phone early enough to hear what he had to say. <laughs> and, and so now that. we know where Daryl got his yeah. reports from. What are you going to do now? now? But, if you know, but if you notice a lot of times now, our reports contradicted each other because he was coming from the north side and I was running south. So, you know, Grand Isle was kind of their limit, and, and we would run south or west when he's talking about his boat guys. Now, he could go wherever he wanted to in that plane, but a lot of times we kind of contradicted one another on this stuff because, you know, we were able to find the bigger trout while he was he was coming out from the feet and finding the numbers. But it was always just – it was the smile that brought to your face. It was the, what's he going to say today? <laughs> you know, going back to the Speedos and and, and, and and everything else that, you know, he would throw in there. It says, okay, I got to hear what Tofield's going to say today. But – but like I said, the side of people that a lot of people, the side of him that a lot of people didn't know outside of that tight circle was the business side of him, and he was a brilliant businessman, and we're, we'll forever be grateful for his involvement with the Charter Boat Association and everything he did. He's certainly gone way too soon. You know, Ginger, there was a lot of captains that got their start with Captain Tofi. Oh, absolutely. We talked about it all the time. You know, that one started here. That one started here. I'm really not going to go into detail what he said. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, all y'all know. Y'all better admit it. He taught y'all what you know. Oh, and, and, look, and, look, Josie knows because uh, uh, a lot of times she had to get his okay. But there was a many a time, especially during the summer, I was ringing that phone. It's like, so I got a big party coming. I need four more boats. Can you? you know, who do you have that you're not using? Send them to me. That's you know, sure. and, and, you know, we helped each other out in that way, you know. Yeah, he certainly set the standard for, for the charter industry in Louisiana, one of the real pioneers going way back, and it was a real pleasure to watch him grow, you know. And he when he bought that lodge and he showed me that dilapidated Ooh. schoolhouse, and <laughs> I'm going, Tofield, you really in trouble this time. And then he <laughs> turned it into this magnificent facility. Turned awesome. it around. We had They had a about a six foot round hole in what was my bedroom <laughs> that was your skylight house. yeah put that there for a reason well in the floor oh. but, but that i mean that place the it's true dimensional lumber two by six cypress with just yeah. diagonals and in between every stud that's that thing was he dirty. could see treasure and stuff that everybody else saw trash yeah i'd go fishing with him and be pulling up old crab traps full of barnacles propellers junk put it on and the next wall. thing i know next yeah. week i come back oh, and yeah. it's beautiful it looks like a museum and a lot it's so funny we all the clean we got a new cleaning girl to help out with tracy and uh, i told her i said do not pick those barnacles off those bottles <laughs> don't pick a barnacle off anything she said yes ma'am she wanted to throw stuff out huh? thought it was yeah. trash that's character well daryl before you go what's going on in grand isle this week uh don I, you know yesterday was a little bit tough uh that that wind had a lot of east in it it blew real hard and and you know what Everybody was hoping and looking for a gorgeous weekend, and it looks like it's going to be that way. Maybe with the exception of the fishing, they've got it. They've got it going to a small craft advisory or a small craft caution by nine o'clock this morning. Um, so you, about it looks like your only the only thing you're going to have two choices: either go high deep in that marsh, and the good news is the redfish turned on this week, and they're starting to pack up. They're in their fall pattern. So if you find one redfish, stay because you're probably going to do six or eight in the same spot. But, you know, for as far as the trout goes, if you can't get out there on that beach, it might be done for for the weekend because they're calling northeast at 20 all weekend. Very good, Daryl. Thank you so much. Yeah, somebody, one famous man once said, don't leave those fish if they're biting, right? Mm-hmm.
That's true. Never leave fighting fish. All righty. Thanks, Daryl. We'll be back with our number two of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network right after this brief update. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.